We are underprivileged, lacking, street flexing sadness, the spring in each other's voices and other people's choices. We are backseat lovers and quantum huggers. We are mothers and we are blankets. Mm. We are the wrong color curtain. We are painting the town purple. We are grapes and bruises. We are the oh, taste of liquor on Tuesdays. We are Come creation. Come on. We are the absence of light. Mm. Our beginning is violent. We are things that fall in autumn. We are bad wedding days left at the altar. Okay. We are sacrifices carving, moving pictures onto our children's eyes. Our sons will grow up distracted, not notice that their sisters are damaged. We are the flame before the matches. We are female, easily accessed. We're in these 50 different ways to tap this. We are Kama Sutra in taxis. We are other people's choices. Teach. Like who gets to touch us first? We are the absence of light. We are things that fall in autumn. We are bad wedding days. Left at the altar. We are sacrifices. We back at Tetsanati and Today we have a very very special guest. Um, yeah, I keep saying special guest, but let me just say we have greatness in the building. Um, <laughs> she's created a very like huge name for herself. She's a giant in what she does, and uh, that's why for Women's Month. So my voice is a bit shaking. I, I think you can hear. <laughs> oh, I'm nervous, yo. Um, I'm trying to contain myself. <laughs> I'm failing dismally, yo. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I have a giant in studio. That's why I'm so nervous. And yeah, man, for Women's Month, we decided to do something beautiful for women and have someone who's inspirational, who's motivated, who's who's a giant. Yes. So, um, please, guys, let me welcome Farrah to our, to our platform. You're hi. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. But before we go any further, let's breathe. Just breathe. Whenever you get nervous, just breathe. I'm trying. It's all about breathing. I'm trying. It's all about breathing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. But I'll get it. Don't worry. The more we do it. No yeah. problem. Um, please intro yourself. I know you don't need introduction, but it's more of like a structured thing that we always do. Oh, that's such a nice compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs an introduction. Um, my name is Farah Fortune. I'm the owner and director of African Star Communications. Yeah. We're a public relations company. We have three divisions to the company. Um, eventing, corporate PR as well as, as celebrity PR. Um, we also have a fourth division, which is uh, social media, media and digital. And that kind of encompasses everything in the company, though, over all three um, of the other divisions. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. Um so we brought you here because um you inspire me you see i'm inspired as a gent i'm inspired by what you do um because i've seen your movements and i think that you move brilliantly Thank you know you. <laughs> so yeah and that's um, really nice thank you very much for the compliment i mean i work so much in the woman empowerment field that to to be able to inspire men as well that's yeah. really cool i really appreciate that um, it grows goes across borders. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Trust me. You, you inspire a lot of men out there. Maybe they might not be out <laughs> just saying it. 
in public but yeah um so i want us to begin where <clears throat> your story begins actually okay. um i know that you struggled in the beginning mm-hmm. making what thousand thousand two I, i was i was uh working in a pr company i was making twelve thousand rand a month mm-hmm. right and i i was paying rent from that I was paying my child school fees from that I was paying petrol and food and everything else yeah. um and when I started the business I didn't have any savings I just didn't have enough money left over at the end of every month to save uh, yeah. well not enough anyway yeah um and what I did was I just you know quit my job and I took the last thousand <laughs> rand I had left from that yeah. paycheck and that's how I started African star Okay. Um, so I registered my at the time I registered a CC for 589 rand and I took the rest of the money and really really not amazing business cards but <laughs> you know what could you give about 300 odd at the time yeah um, but it was I mean it was cool I have had a really cool journey since then yeah um, but at the time starting I mean it's really it's it's daunting it's hard you're broke for a long time you yeah. you know I was kicked out of my house I couldn't pay my rent I was Oof. so you know you, you you go through all of that stuff yeah. and, and you really have two choices you let it either break you or you let it make you okay. um, and I really didn't have I, I, I know that sounds really stupid but I couldn't afford to be broke yeah yeah I I couldn't I had a child I needed to put a roof over my head I needed to eat I just couldn't afford for it not to be a success Okay cool um and what are the challenges like the biggest challenges that you experienced as a woman entering this 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 field of um PR um Okay you like know? I honestly think um let me just just uh, like sort of um dispel some some rumors here in terms of what the PR industry is about. The mm-hmm. PR industry is very much run by women, very much. Okay. But it's men that own the companies. Okay. So the companies are predominantly owned by men but run by women. That's why people think PR is a, such a wom- a female related field. Okay. Um, okay. But it's really hard to get into because you know ultimately the big boys they all make the big decisions and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and getting into those companies or even trying to head them up it's 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 not easy yeah. um so just in terms of that it was it was really hard to get into PR in the first place okay um and just having a um uh, being able to have a company now that that only hires women and, and only tries to use female suppliers yeah. um is quite um a huge success for me Yeah. 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 Okay. And um you are famously known you are mostly known for <coughs> celebrity like representation, yes. right? You love that. I is, do. Is that the biggest part that you love when it comes to what you do? Um African Star started off on celebrity PR. Yeah. But as a company we could if that's all we did and and it took me a while to realize this but if that's all we did we would never sustain ourselves as a company. Yeah. We had to do other things. Um I corporate PR pays the bills but the passion 
came from celebrity PR. Okay. Um, I do also have a passion for corporate PR. I love seeing brand. I generally just love seeing brands being built. Okay. I love people seeing the fruition of the dream that they have every day. Okay. That's, whether it's a brand manager that's sitting and going, "Great, my boss is gonna love this. I'm gonna get promoted yeah. because of this." Yeah. Um, or if it's seeing a musician that's album is just dropped and it's a uh, single is going to number one or it's sold out in the stores or you're number one on iTunes yeah, or whatever yeah. it is just watching it's become a thing yeah w- watching yeah. somebody <coughs> b- being able to hold on to something or, th- or an award a something that that's huge yeah um, and yeah. to be able to be part of someone's dream and they pay you for it yeah that's really <laughs> cool <laughs> I think that's the ultimate cool job yeah yes. okay and and um who 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 do you would you say um this I, I this is a side part just so you know who would you say you enjoyed um representing the most in in the years that you've been wow. doing this I honestly I don't think I have a favorite I have favorite bits about each person mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily think I have a favorite because every client whether corporate or celebrity mm-hmm. um has really taught me a lesson in some way or another um okay. and and I've taken a lot from each person that's come into my life I mean you know with with aka and i when we worked together i took away a lot of lessons that he actually taught me yeah. in the music business yeah. um when casper working with casper you know i also took away a lot of lessons not just from him but from tilly as well yeah um who's his manager and and to take away those kind of things from from people that aren't necessarily in business but the business of music yeah it it, it makes a difference to how you see things um, i mean also being able to work in such a male-dominated industry yeah, um, such yeah. as hip-hop when i first started out it, it's been really cool because generally men don't take women seriously in hip-hop and 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 it's only now recently i'd say in the last three or four years that women yeah. have started being able to get some sort of recognition yeah, as rappers just itself in not just south africa but africa as a whole yeah we've always seemed to have respected female or just rappers that are female from overseas but we've yeah. never done that to our With own, our own people, yeah. um, so it's only been a recent thing and you know people don't realize how many women make the hip-hop industry run not just from rappers but from the pr people the managers the um the road managers the yeah. you know from your band do you know how many women are, are instrumental in the behind the scenes of the hip hop okay, industry in that. this country? Yeah, I see it. And and they're never recognized for it. So to be able to have worked in that industry and, and get the respect that I do from especially from the rappers in this industry, whether male or female, yeah. Uh, I'm very appreciative of that because it's not an easy industry to break into. It it was very hard and it was very hard to earn that respect from a lot of the rappers in the beginning. Yeah. But now you know, having earned that respect and, and being and having worked with so many of them, it's so much easier for me to be able to get something from them. Whereas before, you had to always prove yourself. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And before you go and ask for a feature for your artist or prove your artist to them, now it's like, oh, it's Farah. She knows. She yeah. knows what she's talking about. Yeah. This person is gonna be big. So I'll I'll collaborate them with them now. So I'm one of the people that did it first. Okay. Yeah. So it's a lot easier now than it used to be. Okay. But you were pitbulls. So <laughs> either way, it was going to. I get think easier. this <laughs> industry just makes you that person. Yeah. It really it's, it's, does. It's it's, it's, it's it's tricky. This industry is hella tricky, and the people and the characters that are in it. Mm-hmm. You know, all all black sheep. So. You know, we're <laughs> at the end of the day. We you know we we've all 
we've all worked really hard to get to where we are, whether you're starting out or whether you're a veteran in this industry. Mm. Um, everybody's, you know, somehow paid their dues. I don't think anybody's being able to jump the queue because anybody who's had to pay their dues before, you know, we have this habit of making sure that people pay their dues before you kind of move on in this yeah. industry, yeah. which is a good and a bad thing. Okay. Um, but I think with just generally... You, you do have to have a certain kind of personality to be able to survive in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very backstabbing industry. It's very hard to have friends, very hard to keep friends, um, very hard to be respected. Yeah. So you have to have a certain kind of pit bull in you, yeah. I guess, um, <laughs> to be able to make people respect you. Um, okay. And it's fine. I've, you know, I've always, I've always been of the, of, of the feeling that it's okay if you don't like me, but you will respect me. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, I need to make sure I get paid. Yeah. But I also need to make sure that you're going to respect my my clients and my artists as well. Okay. Because, you know, that's what this industry is built on. Okay. Okay. I hear you, Mama. I hear you. Um, and what, what makes Farah wake up every morning? What drives you? What is your drive? I have a 13-year-old that uses me <laughs> like an ATM, so I have to get oh, to work. Wow. <laughs> No, pressure. <laughs> the pressure um, I think just generally I, I really I do something I love every day and that makes yeah. a big difference to how I see my day every day which is you know a big deal to me yeah. um, I don't know if I would want to go into an office 9 to 5 every day and not enjoy what I did mm-hmm. um, so it's always been really important for me to try and create the same work environment in my own office and yeah. you know I'm not saying I'm the most successful at it and I'm not saying I've yet succeeded at it but I really do try and create an environment where people actually want to come to work every day okay. so it's been really great that you know my sickness levels from staff aren't really high i you know they come into work every day they do the best that they can and i really enjoy that they give that time to me yes i am paying them a salary but you know you can go anywhere to get that salary um and i think that's that's the big difference between the people that you know go to work and the people that are doing it for a paycheck and people who are doing it for for something they love um so i i mean i get up every day because you know, it's not just about paying the bills. It's about doing something I love. I mean, you only get this one opportunity on earth. There's no rewind button on yeah, this true, thing. True. So if you're going to do it, you, you might as well enjoy every every day that, that God gives you to be here. Okay. Um, so, And also just, I want to be able to leave something behind for my daughter. I want her to know that this is possible. You can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, whether you're male or female, I, it's just of your own capability. Okay. Um, so it's really important for me to actually go, not just get up, but actually get up and go out and do something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was actually <laughs> a lot. I was just soaking <laughs> everything you're saying. Um, okay. And you said you just said that you had a you have a daughter, ne? Um, what do you think? Um, we are doing wrong to our women, because, like you just said, every industry the big players are all men mm-hmm. do you understand what i mean what is it that we are doing wrong or is it something that we females like people that actually tell them that it's possible you can do it like because when you look at it everyone we look up to everyone who's this mm-hmm. is then that is, is a mate yeah. is a mate so do you think that women are not being empowered enough or motivated enough um, I think, it, you know, in, in this day and age, we're in a better position being empowered than we were maybe 20 or 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, things have been changing. Uh, it's also us that are making the change by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are a lot of men that we look up to, but I think you can also see that, you know, our 
our role models, our mentors, every, you know, are becoming a lot more. There are a lot more women involved, and and okay. woman empowerment is not just this thing of oh, you know, want to be a feminist or whatever. It's not just about. <laughs> it's not about empowering women and disempowering anyone else. It's just about making sure that women have an equal chance at everything. Okay. Um, and 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 that's really why I work in the field. It's really not about, you know, I have three brothers. I would never want to put them down. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I needed a dad to be here in the first place. Sure. So okay. it's not about making men feel any less, but it really is for me about making sure that women are empowered enough to be able to give an equal chance to at least compete against a man. Okay. Um, when it comes to a, a, the same salary, the same job, the however it it, it needs to work, but, but at the end of the day, it needs to be on equal grounding, okay. um, and that's really where I feel that we we lack the understanding, um, and it's not just about. You know, men have been given opportunities, yes, mm -hmm. um, and maybe a lot more than than we have been given. But yeah. things are changing, and it's also up to us as women to make sure that they change. We can't leave the onus and responsibility on men because if that was the case, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Okay. So men have had a very long time, hundreds of years, in fact, to change this, and they've done nothing. nothing. So at the, this point, it really is up to us to change as much as we can. Okay. Um, and it's not to say we need to go out there and change everybody's mind or a man mindset because you know it's it's if you everybody is entitled to feel or, or think what they want to yeah. um, but it's nice to be given the opportunity to at least let men give them some leave them with something to think about you know we are living in a society where women are killing themselves because they either can't take the abuse yeah. from a man they can't take um, the the they've either been raped or they've there's been some sort of abuse being yeah. involved and it's there's so many suicides lately that we, we're actually seeing and I don't necessarily think it's something that's a new phenomenon and I think it's been happening for a really long time. I just think social media has put us in a position to actually see, see it and expose it and, and that's why we're dealing with it a lot more now. We're also yeah. dealing with um, you know, women, especially black women, with high stats in, 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 um, in, of depression um, and that's something that we don't, especially as people of color, we don't acknowledge that because we just think um, it's not possible. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Not, and I think, yeah, it's not a thing. <laughs> um, and I think that's something that we as people need to really consider um, changing as from our inside our own homes first. Yeah. You know, it's it's great that we want to work and we want to go and tell people, you know, this is, you know, let's think differently about um, our mental health as black people. But at the end of the day, if we are not going to work in our homes first and make sure our families understand because we don't we you know it's, it's okay to go and put a rest in peace hashtag for somebody there mm. because they've you know they've not been able to be strong enough or it's been too much for them uh, i won't say strong enough but i'd rather say it's it's so much for them that they can't cope and they feel like ending their lives are, are, are much it's better only, it's that only solution yeah um if that's the situation that we're sitting in you know and you it's it's okay to disassociate yourself and like I said put a hashtag there but whatever happens in your own family mm -hmm. you need to be able to be responsible and as as somebody who's younger to be able to educate yeah. the rest of your family especially our elders about what mental illness actually is um, and we go through a lot we've been through a lot as, as black people we've been through a we're lot still we're still going through a lot so <laughs> I think not let's not forget that therapy doesn't mean that you're weak it just means that you're strong enough to look for help mm. Okay, okay, um, okay. I think I'm nice. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. I think I'm gonna re-listen to this. You know, um, okay, cool. Um, 
what would you like to tell young kids out there like I'm, I'm not talking specifically girls but every everyone every child like what message would you like to give them you know what i mean i'd like to say to the, to our youth um don't you, you don't think that the life you were fed is the life you have to live um you're able to live whichever way you choose to God definitely has a path for you but it doesn't mean that you can't influence what's on that path. Mm. Um and I think that we need to start understanding that as the youth you have enough years and you need to change so much about your environment and the things around you in order to make sure that your older years are your golden years. Mm. So let's make sure that as the youth you are putting yourself in in position to acknowledge um what's going on around you. upskill yourself in terms of what's coming in terms of the fourth industrial revolution which is a huge um going to be a huge change for all of us in how we live and how we see ourselves yeah. if you don't know what that is please go and google because it will affect your life in some way in the next maybe 20 years maybe even less to be very honest yeah. um so i think from just the youth you have you have the youth on your side you have the youth on your side so make the best of them Okay. No. Thank you, mom. No problem. Thank you for coming through. It's a pleasure. Thank you oh, for having thank me. Thank you very much. I'm all scared, but now I think I'm calm <laughs> and stuff. I'm, I'm I'm much better than I was when we started. <laughs> That's much, good. Much better. Um okay. Um and where can people find you? Um on my social media, um I have Instagram and Twitter which is exactly the same handle FC Fortune F Freddy C for Cat Fortune mm-hmm. and on Facebook I'm Far Fortune. Okay. No, thank you very much for thank coming for through and I wish you all the best you. moving forward cuz you've been doing a lot may you continue doing you may you continue to shine and be an African star for real. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thanks. Shop. So we live in a world where being a woman is really difficult, you know. Um there's people and the structures the way that they are created in some places make it difficult for women to actually be um great, you know what I mean? So I felt like it would be best to bring someone who who's who's created a name for herself and who has beat the odds when it came to people and structures trying to block her from doing what she felt she was meant to do you understand so i hope that you guys loved this episode and i hope that her words um can inspire or create something within each and every one of us because as much as it's it's, it's women's month i feel like even men also need to be motivated you know what i mean it does it, motivation can come from anywhere you know what i mean so i hope that this podcast did something for you and i hope that um i hope that um, the words that were shared here today can create or spark a flame inside each and every one of us to do and be better you know what i mean so happy women's month and um stay blessed stay beautiful stay strong and yeah man we are out i was only black but once Too busy burning my clothes I had dreams first book But the world said no Who's gonna feed